Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's the main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. I would like to thank the whole world for listening in, all those five people out there in the world. First of all, I'd like to thank Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, other sources, platforms out there. Uh, today, I got a new guest. I got my political friend from Grand Rapids Brewing. Uh, he, I'm going to call him Gary from GR Brewing. What's up, Jerry? How's it going, man? Just call you Jerry. It's fine. <laughs> I go by many Gary, names. <laughs> Gary. So, Gary, <laughs> Gary, when I met you, we're going to get right into it. Sure. So, when I met you at Grand Rapids Brewing, we had one thing in common, and it's politics. Right. But this is the real question. Why is it that people like you and I can correspond with pl- politics, and why is it that people, other people just get into this skull moment of, we can't talk about it. Awesome, I punch you in the face. Or whatever. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's a scary subject for some people. It's a big deal, and people take it pretty seriously. It can get heated, and I think people don't know how to like. Once things do get heated, they don't know how to like handle it. Tone it, it down. That, yeah, or just try to find common ground. And sometimes you can't find common ground. Sometimes it's agree to disagree mm-hmm. from on a lot of issues, and. People are scared to go there. Okay. So being scared, is it being scared of uh, your team losing, like Democrats, Republicans? It's part of it. Or is it the fact that people don't know what they're talking about? I think they're afraid of having saying something that con- can be construed as either offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you have to go there. Like, uh, you know, like they're afraid that they're going to get caught doing it, and then they're afraid of the consequences of that. I think we have a... Like cancel culture is it's it's a meme, you know. It's kind of everybody talks about it, but like it it trickles down. I mean, you can see it happening in mass media. You can see it happening in academia. You can see it happening in corporate America, but it trickles down into basic, you know, human human interaction at a bar. Yeah, where yeah. people just are afraid of certain subject matter, mm-hmm. and once you go there, they freak out. And you know, okay. I think that their 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 uh, self defense mechanism kicks in. Self mechanism based on I think more like they don't know what their political party is actually doing, or they're just afraid to st- to to to, sp- to stand st- up for themselves. Yeah, to say what what they really feel. Yeah, because everybody needs to everybody needs to tote the line, you know, yeah, or else. Oh yeah. So so with with the political spectrum that we have, is it is it just the fact that we don't know what our political leaders? are actually doing is this why you think that this uh hostile environment between two people who are democrats is one that's a good question because it's it's not a right left problem okay it's the whole political culture has this problem it started in the left you know it's it's basically like communist cancel culture you could see it happening you know in stalinist show trials type yeah that's where it comes from but you get the more kind of like less uh, megacidal version of it in the United States, and it yeah. it's it, it. I think it trickles down from elite culture, and the American political elites are very um, uh, censorious. And what? Okay, explain to me what censorious is. They, you're 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 you as a. You you should think a certain way, and if you don't, then you're a problem. Okay. Yeah. 
So most of us are problems, you know, like nobody, we're not, you know, like, uh, you know, in the political class and we all, I mean, people have a broad spectrum of opinions, but when you have a, a class that restricts, you know, the, the political culture to certain subset of opinions, you know, everybody's a problem at that point. Well, yeah, because no one really knows what the issue is, but right. they have an opinion about who's uh, whatever reason that they voted one way or another right. or whatever this, their stand is. Right. So because we're not a part of that elite class. Right. You're right. Everyone, everyone is the problem. Yep. But there's no way. But there's, is there any way to solve that besides <sighs> trying? I mean, if we had to. Do you think the American people would fight? And then the problem is, if we were talking earlier, it's oh. about uh, social cleansiness. Well, one, yeah. one politi- we're not political, but one social class against yeah. another. But in reality, in America, we have what we so call the Constitution. Right. We Do have you, free speech culture, which is which makes the United States unique on the world stage because we have these legal precedents they don't have those in europe in europe you, you see you see social media companies att- attacked for posts and you know like they, they have you you could get in trouble in the uk or in mainland europe if you post something deemed off color you know just by but say you say you make a comment that's could be construed as derogatory towards a certain ethnic group you could get, they have hate speech laws. You could go to jail. So wait a second, like, even in Britain? Yeah. If you would go on the radio and say, I just don't like these brown Muslims well, people here. Even if you make a comment, so there was, the UK has a problem with uh, mass migration. We all do. But, I mean, they have, like, Pakistani, like, rape gangs. And this was a huge problem. The police in Europe covered it up for so long. Or not Europe, I'm sorry, the UK. And, like, people were talking about it on social media, and, you know, the gangs themselves were operated with impunity, but people who were making these comments in these communities got in trouble. So the Pakistan... hate speech. So wait a second. So these Pakistan people were raping... Girls. Girls. Yeah. And... Probably boys, too. I yeah. I mean, let's course. be honest, but... And then they... The, the British people... Talked about it. Talked about it, but they were the ones being prosecuted. Yeah. But the but the Pakistan they did they I mean they, yes they didn't operate but they that it that scandal I mean I mean those people got in trouble and obviously you know they didn't get deported probably they're probably just rotting in British prisons at the expense oh. of British taxpayers so okay well that's well, at least that happened right but, exactly but why but okay the but, but the thing. owners but the, but really I think to me what was very shocking about it, from an American standpoint is that you were going after people talking about a crime being committed. Yeah. That's all they were doing, really. I mean, they may have used off-color language, but at the same time, like, the the subject matter is grotesque. Yeah, I mean, no one wants people getting raped. No. No, especially children. Yeah. Regardless of their ethnic groups. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So, in America, going back to the original question, Mm -hmm. if our social class, the poor, got it together to fight I don't know how you can fight the rich because it's so weird to fight the rich. I mean, overall, you would have to have the military back them up, and then you would almost have to have the Supreme Court 
be the law of the land and anything that yay or nay happens it would go through the supreme court so in some ways that would never work because the senate and the house need to vote for stuff but there's no way for them for us to even get to that point without i think it's wrong to think of it in terms of class i think the i think it class is a factor in the problem obviously i mean like i think you see I think the reaction towards these, the, the, whatever, whatever, however you want to just, the reaction towards, the, you know, the globalist multiculturalism of mm-hmm. which we live under, we've lived under it since the collapse of the Soviet Union faction. And I think you, now you have the emergent populist faction. And this is, this is a phenomenon that's happening all over the world. You could see it happening in El Salvador with Bukele. You could see it happening with even Malele in Argentina. You okay. know, like, so these, are, these guys are, populist leaders you know they're anti-establishment leaders and they're, they're running on anti-globalism malaylee you could argue not so much but definitely bukele definitely in el salvador okay so being being populist means that you're trying to control your land without any type of good yeah, government could, populism is more like it, it's it, there's class factors to it but it, it's it's a broad coalition of people who are just anti-establishment so anything in wealth or anything that's based on government establishment, so they're just running wild and making up their own rules along the way. Well, I think the the I think what's driving it to a head is so the whatever you, the neoliberals or whatever term you, people want to use, like they that phenomena is collapsing. You know, and I think you, you, they're unable to rise to the challenge of their competitor, Russia. And Russia's, you could argue that, like, you know, like, the, the globalist world that we live under is borderless. It's, I mean, you, you say, people say, you know, the old terminology of nation state. That people, they don't, these people don't think in terms of nations. No, they, they worked on the contracts. That and, like, they're just globalist corporatist people. Like, they, they yeah. just, there's no boundaries. You know, it's just. So they make deals with everybody across yeah. the border without even going through any type of legislation right. to pass bills or whatever. They're just like, oh, well, we'll make good deals with each other and we'll leave the poor behind because they don't know anything better or about we'll just, who we have money. We're, we're operating corporations within national borders, but we don't respect those national borders. That's the, the conundrum. So like... We sell a lot of bad stuff. Like, say, a lot of European countries are trying to cut off Mountain Dew and all this other f- yeah. food. So That's part of this. So we're making Absolutely. so we're making these interactions. I mean, these these uh, trades mm. with other rich companies and selling our product to them. Mm. And then, to be honest with you, most of those European people like we don't want your Mountain Dew. Right. Mountain Dew is bad for us, anyways. Right. We've never had to have it. And now you're making these corporate calls, right? Without, Absolutely. Without making reference to any of their so-called state, city, state, um, nation, state, nation, state. Yeah. Uh, passing the bills or passing the right. laws to make them work. Yeah. In, but there's no way to go at them for that because, what I mean, how are you gonna take down? <laughs> That's well. That's when you where you have Mr. Putin coming onto the stage. Mr. Putin 
is a he. I think Russia represents the first. See, you, post modern, the end of the postmodern state, and Russia is a true post postmodern state. They're a nation state again, and Putin's reasserting Russian national autonomy on the global stage. In a in a world where national borders don't exist, so he's going back to the old school. Yes, of saying this is Russia. I represent the Russian people. People, people, yeah. and and you, Mister Globalist, globalists, will do what I tell you within my borders or get out. Okay, but yeah, some some Europeans I've seen even someone in Ireland said that maybe Putin's doing the right thing because. Mm. He's actually protecting his. A lot of people income, feel that way. I mean, inc- it, income base. Say what you will about Russia. Russia's not like. <laughs> there, I mean, we could go into. You know, Russia's Russia not like. Sta- they're not a model citizen, but at the same time, like they're different than the the sort of the the the, the slop that we've been fed our whole lives. Well, Russia's just- Russia's. I mean, Putin's Russia is different. Yeah, because he's worried about the economy of the Russian people, right? And he's and he's taking care of the Russian people. He wants, yeah. yeah I mean, he's fighting a a bloody war. Yeah, but that war came to his border uh, because of NATO. Yeah. Oh, because Ukraine wanted to go into the uh, the European Union, right? NATO, whatever. Right. Uh, NATO was pushing your Ukraine to do it. Hypothetically, America was doing the yeah. same way, right? But if someone like Putin, See, you say. What's interesting, though, is we, you can say EU, NATO, and the United States. They're all the same. Yeah. It's all yeah. one hive, basically. Yeah. And they have maybe three queen bees instead right. of one. Right, Yeah. And the right. queen bee represents NATO, right. U.S., or U.N., or whatever. But the American people, well, so in reality, how is... Putin, able like if he has this so-called ultimate power over Russia, and that's that's an open-ended question. I mean, it's hard for I mean, so how does the people? I mean, how do you, how does America get its Putin? Where or no, to, not, to go that route or no, not so much that like like America never wants a king or or, or queen. I mean, even. Even they shut down, but it's wrong to think they shut down Andrew Hamilton from trying to make him into king. Absolutely, Putin doesn't see himself as a monarch; he's authoritarian. Okay, but the reason why he's the reason why Russia is the way it is is because when the Soviet Union collapsed twice, and then the the last time with uh, Yatsen, he was a drunk and he couldn't do anything. Well, the country was in chaos. Yeah, because you had hyperinflation, you had you know rampant crime, demographic chaos yeah and when you have an environment like that especially a country like russia which has a you know like they're they're not stupid people you no, know not no. that like but you know what i mean they're not i mean they're not gonna let they, they can only tolerate chaos and you know misery for so long before they turn to somebody who's gonna fix it for them and putin came along he's kgb guy russian deep state and he you know took charge so his way of government is an authoritative personality, but how does how did okay, but how does he? But how do the people actually see? It's difficult for me to understand mm-hmm. because as American, right, we don't want government to do much any of anything for us. Right. 
Well, we have Americans have their own political culture, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and Russians Russians do too. But so but Russia would rather have They'd rather turn to a strong man to fix things for them than vote for a parliament or vote for somebody to run a parliament for them. You know, they yeah. they want a But a, how does that help the Russian people if Putin is in his department or is his administrative controls mm-hmm. what comes in what goes out what's advertised what's not right but how do the, the russian people so are the russian people wealthy are they poor are they it's not a, it's, where's it's, that money that's where's where that's, money? that's what makes russia unique is russia by western standards is not a poor country it's different there are there's poverty there yes but you can't it's you're not going to have and if you go to like you know st petersburg and moscow are modern cities they're modern european cities yeah. they're not like crime-ridden cesspools you know no. but you know and like but what's different about it though is like so like for example like the russian okay let's say you're a, i'm a russian mm-hmm. i want to own my own business am i allowed to run my own business yeah am, they have, i mean they have an open economy i mean the economy economies work in russia because russians have historically dealt with lack of central authority <laughs> So there's, I mean, there's, there's a certain amount of like libertarianism in the Russian character that they just had to like take care of themselves because nobody yeah. else is gonna. They don't, they don't have a, they, they don't have history of competent government, on on the on the local level. So they on the local level, it's very libertarian. On the national level, you know, because Russia is a very, it's a multicultural empire. You know, they they need a strong central authority to yeah, of basically hold the country together. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. And that's really what America is kind of it, it, to, to some degree. Yeah. To that. But we have a more we have more of a democratic culture in our, you know, at the local level. We're I mean, Americans like to vote. Well, <laughs> we did that because Right. No, that's fine. It's just that's our Adams. political culture. It's yeah. just like we like to vote whether or not that matters. And we can get into that. Like uh, yeah, it does, but at the same time like you you re- you rely on a central authority like a president or you know like an authoritarian like putin to 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 take charge in on you know on national issues and there's a lot of discretionary power to that so he controls so putin controls the military he controls the taxes arguably i mean he he's he's like do people in russia get yeah I mean, are their tax so high that they can't no. win is it really tax law, and then they just kind of do their own thing? See, that to me is so. I mean, you could you could go. I mean, people don't do this because I mean we've been hostile to this country since the end of World War II. Yeah. But like, like I mean, Russia's not a like you could go there and live and live a normal life. You know what I mean? And as long as you don't say right, and you can't go on social media. But like we were saying earlier, like they're. they're America has its own sort of <coughs> censorship. It's 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 dispersed. It's not like you don't have the authoritarian state saying you can't say that. Yeah. You have social pressure that keeps you from saying certain things. And that oh, yeah. social pressure is controlled. Okay. It really is. So America's censorious in a, in a different way. Ba- so they basically well we basically if if we disagree with transgender or whatever right. that if we say too many times, we can get shut down. And oh yeah, um, you, you make it. I mean that 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 language can be construed. Say you make a uh, you know like a just an off color joke or a, something like that on social media about you know especially trans that issue. Yeah. that's hate speech. 
That is, well, I mean, it it, is. we don't have hate speech laws, but like, A, you could get deplatformed. I mean, all your Google stuff will go away. All your, you know, say you have PayPal and stuff, like they can really go after you financially and, you know, like on social media to where you you, you are silenced. You're effectively non-personed. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of YouTubers right. that have been shut down because yeah. of that reason. So if we actually talk about, well, well, okay, let's talk about this. For Russia, mm-hmm. for them not to agree with anything LBGTQ, and for the American people, most of us don't really agree about that transgender. No, no, we don't. Most of people us don't, don't, right? Because it's not so. It's just, it's, just, it's just a non-issue for most people. Yeah. So, is it almost better that the Russians did it the way they did it? Like, oh, no one's gay here, so. Well, the Russians did it because. What's weird about Russia, again, so the Soviet Union was a atheistic experiment, right? So, but what put the modern Russian state back together was Eastern Orthodoxy. Yeah, that Jew, that Christianity, yeah. what, uh, Jesus. The Eastern Christian civilization. I mean, there's, there's, that schism is real. You know, they're not Western Catholic. They're Eastern Orthodox, you know. Which, so the Eastern Orthodox Church actually is very constructive in, in building the modern Russian state. And yeah, their values conflict with uh, the multicultural globalist world that we live in. It's it's incompatible with Christianity. So it, it's it so it's got to be weird to be in Russia. You get an alternative uh, president, and you're a super Christian uh, country. Well, nothing's changed in Russia. Like this was always. I mean, the Soviet Union experiment failed in so many ways, even on the ground level. The church never really went away. No. I mean, you could get, if you were a high-profile religious figure in Russia, though, you, your life would be miserable in this in the Soviet era, definitely. But it, the church on a, at a ground level never. You can't get rid of that culture. It's. I mean, it's ancient and it's. Well, it's, it's like, like if you're a Westerner, old. you're it's old. Yeah, it's exactly. Old. I mean, like Russia's been old. the way you the way you see the world is Christian. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, like you, these values are innate to you. They're they've been ingrained in our society for so long for over four thousand years. Yeah, well, two thousand, two thousand. Yeah. Some people think it's older. older. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's speaking of you know, it's speaking of Christianity. Isn't it weird that it's still relevant? Yeah, like there's amazing. But this tells you the power of the idea. I but mean, what, what, that like, what, it, man is a religious animal. Like, is it? He, yes. We are, we, are a God-fearing animal. Are we? Are we just more like? But it's just unique. Brutes, and we just want to procreate, and then we're just like. No, no, no. That's that. That's the like. So, I don't think human nature is innately evil. I think what we inherit inherit from the fall of Adam and Eve is death. It's not sin. It's death. It's death. So wait a second. So do you actually? Think that there was an Adam and Eve? No, I think it's well, maybe. I mean, again, like the Book of Genesis, like we, we could go into <laughs> this is a subject. Well, yeah, it, it's funny. It's because a very weird book. It's esoteric. It's been written by four different right. authors. Absolutely, still. I mean, nothing really makes sense. And, but that's where you get into trouble too when you talk about religion. Is yeah, a lot of these texts are not original texts in no. their originally written language they've been translations of translations of translations and that, we don't know how old this stuff is and i mean that's just 
there's a, there's a mystery element to it, which is that's just that's religion though. It's inherently mysterious, and there's things that we can't know about it. So, you actually think that Homo sapiens are Homo sapiens sapiens. Sapi- what, what's that? What's the difference, Homo sapiens sapiens? So that's our uh, kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. That's our species. Our genus is Homo sapiens. Yeah. And our ho- those are our cousins. So Neanderthals are Homo sapiens. Okay. Oh. So we're not actually Homo sapiens. We're actually more Homo sapiens sapiens. That's our species, yes. Oh. But why does it cause sapiens sapiens? Why it's is just, it just a, a different this is, name? This is a classification. Okay. Because there are other... Hu- uh, th- g- Let's just say human cousins out there. Yeah. Not that, not, I don't know if they're out there, out there, but you know, there they were in the of course. Past. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But it's, so you actually think, so you actually think there's a coronation of sapiens sapiens that actually are always going to be connected to a, a spiritual God fear. Now I wouldn't say fearing, but a religious platform. Yeah. Or do you think that that's something that was taught no, because I of nature itself. You either you either you embrace a god, or you yourself will become a god. What? So you, that's what Asian. It's weird because a lot of Asian people think they're themselves as a god. Like there's like I don't, at least I don't, one Chinese I guy think that's, that's, that that's, I that's, worked with. I think that's that's you're on the path of evil at that point. But I mean, that's look at our, okay. So we, we live in a society that is, that is very Christian, but it's very, it's, but it's inherently anti-Christian. So yeah. we have this like weird paradox that we live in. That, well, which is why you have a lot of like mentally unwell people, I think is because like we live in this weird paradoxical culture where a lot of these Christian values have been secularized, you know? Well, yeah, we let gay people be do, do gay stuff now because Jesus Christ loves everybody. And, that, and, and like, as long as you repent your sins at the end, our matters well, is that you go to I heaven and all that. Y- if so. you look at like uh, reparations culture, that comes from Thomas, or not, I'm sorry, that comes from St. Augustine of Hippo's view on the fall. So in, in this reparations, which is a sublimation of Christian thinking where you are inher- you inherently have this debt of sin that you can never really repay. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Okay. So people, you know, like depending on your your background, like Americans are because we have this history that we, in you know, we're inherently guilty. So we have to do whatever we can. So you have to, to do, do penance, but there's no the, the 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 tragedy of this secular stuff is there's 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 no like, you know, you can never really. The the penit there's no salvation. Yeah, because no one knows what it is. <laughs> right. There's no there's no it's it's totally nihilistic. Because some if you're because well, let's go back for a second. For not just for Christians mm-hmm. but Jews and Muslims, mm-hmm. people that, that have that belief system of God and that repentance mm-hmm. that there's not enough things that we can do to repent our sins and, mm-hmm. and all that. Overall, because we don't actually know if there's a heaven and hell, that's basically what's given us this whole friction of um, we have to be this way or we're going to be think, that way. Or in my opinion, I think the correct, the best way, not the correct way, but the best way to look at this is, so 
we live in a degenerate world. So I think the best way to view things is we, 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 we're in hell. That could, that could be out. I mean, just you could walk on the street. I mean, you see people that have lost their humanity. Yeah, they're, they're basically demons, you know, like it's sad. Are you talking about like, not the homeless, but no, 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 just in general, just people who have completely lost their humanity. You see it, it's all strata of society. So they do dirty things that people wouldn't do. Right. Sociopathic things that just, you know, like are hurtful towards themselves and others. Or kids. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, I mean, you just see these people go off the rails and it's like, you know, like. But is that because people are less... But what makes you... what what If you have this worldview, like what saves you is you have to find... I think your salvation is you have to find God. You have to humble yourself. Oh. You do. Okay, so... Cause, okay, this is interesting. I never thought of you as a super religious guy I'm, or a spiritual guy. You seemed very like almost... Um, what's that guy's name in that book that he said... He's more like an atheist and agnostic about people's brains. Are, some people are born with more avenue because the frontal brain of the brain is more activity when they mm. talk about God. But for me, for you, I feel like it's like, kind of like it's amazing because I didn't see you as a being a super, you being a religious guy because you were brought up as in the military. Mm based on what your father did in his life and all that. So everything was based on rules, and you follow your dad's rules but you re- because you loved him and respected him. And for the people who are religious, I thought maybe you'd like, well, they're just kind of stupid because they can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I used to, I mean, I, I think that's the, I think the, whether I like it or not, the, the scientific, the enlightenment's over. You know, we we Nirvana, don't live. Nirvana is over. Not Nirvana, but I think the 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 the, the scientific revolution is over. Really, I do. Because scientifically, we're still trying to reach out for aliens. I, I mean, aliens are our ancestors well, to what we were, and they came down to to Earth, and they're that rational culture that came out of the Enlightenment. Like I think the United States is a good. We're an Enlightenment country. We came out of that 18th century kind of scientific revolution. Okay. Yeah. I think that culture's gone now. I don't think like people don't think scientifically anymore. No, they don't. But they should, right? I don't know if they should or not. I mean, I I think we're I think we're in a we're too dumb to we're not smart enough as a as an as a sapien sapien to to be able to No, we are. We are. To, I I don't think it's, it's intelligence. It's I think it's 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 But uh, it's just something that we can't all understand. I mean, it's t- not it's being able to understand is part of it. Like that's part of just being human, human. and being yeah. rational. Is like there are things that just I don't understand. Yeah, like, that's just that's life, and that's fine. That's then, that's a scientific point of view. And then enlightenment was us figuring things out, right? Eventually, Using reason to reason. Yeah, but ev- 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 eventually, our galaxy is hypothetically so big that is we can't learn more because there's. We can't well, yeah, get to infinity is something you get, approach, but you can never exactly. So grasp. we can't see yeah. the other uh, light years ahead. So our intelligence will always be 
to where it's at now and now we're not in which is, which is fine that's human that's yeah. you know like that that's 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 the scientific perspective but i think if you go out and talk to people and like listen to how people think and reason like they don't think and reason scientifically they're they're religious fanatics we live in the reformation like we live in a in a a, a very hostile spiritual war going on right now between secular atheism and this reemergence of religion this started in the 1970s well with yeah the, it, the, the, with woman, the islamic revolution in iran that's when this all because yes iran used to be really socialist yeah, what, what and brought became, down the, the 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 communist regime in poland was the catholic church oh and pope john paul ii mm. so i mean you had this explosion of faith and you had the religious right in the united states i don't they, they've kind of you know they're part of the Reagan Revolution, all that stuff, and they, but they've you know they've got, they're gone. But I mean, wait a second, let's go back. So Iran obviously was a really socialist um, platform where their women would be able to go to school, drive oh cars, yeah. and all that. Oh yeah. And then at one point, what happened to Iran that they decided, nope, we're going back to Muslim, uh, cover your face, cover your body, don't. No boobs out. That's a out. very good. And you know, because the, no the, the Soviet Union saw this phenomena happening, and they were like, "What is going on?" So they saw Iran going backwards. Right. But all right. So and if you're a Soviet atheist, that's how they thought. Like they thought the the communist the the color, they thought the third world was going to be red. Oh. And when you see it going the other way, they were just, you know, and they were, that's the reason why they invaded Afghanistan. Like, they took that seriously. Like, they saw this happening in the Middle East, and they were just like, what is going on? Because they were, they were allies with the, the Muslim countries in the Middle East, and, you know, during the Cold War in the 1970s, you know, just well, yeah. Kissinger-Nixon era, you had, Israel was our ally. So this was, it took, the Cold War contoured it, but when the Cold War was falling apart, and the third world was going back to religion, you know? Well, well I mean... That had Ar ripple effects. No, exactly. So Iran was going backwards. The whole Middle East did. The whole Middle East did. And basically, they probably were afraid of the whole communist Russia. And I don't know what was... Maybe... You know, they maybe, don't know what's going... The maybe, Russians were surprised by it. Well, maybe the Iranian or the Middle East was afraid of what Russia was going on. That Russia and America was going ape shit and going to throw bombs at each other. And maybe they had this hypothetical thing about going back to God or Allah and, and making sure that they, maybe they were afraid of the whole last of the, what do you call that, the um, atomic wherever the word ends. the uh, it's, It starts with an A. But maybe that's what happened. But then what? Go back to Poland and John Paul. Mm -hmm. so, the, so the Catholic Church. The Polish Solidarity Movement. It was, a, it was basically organized strikes. So how that was organized on a grassroots level was through the church. But, okay, so explain to me why, what was going on with Poland and, and the church. Why did the church? Well, the church stepped in because the church, Polish is a Catholic country. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's very Catholic. And but what was happening in Poland? The Soviet, proxy, or the Soviet government, the Soviet-controlled Warsaw Pact government that ran Poland during the Cold War. Oh, yeah was hardcore atheist communist. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the Catholic Church said, how no in Poland? Well, they had, they had grassroots connections. Obviously, you know, the Americans were involved, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 
but you so you actually are a person that believes in science mm-hmm. and God. Yeah. They're not contradictory. No. But they usually work together pretty yeah. good if you read scientific books right. based on how the earth was created. Right. The Bible so in a lot well, of ways modern modern equations are basically medieval scholasticism. They're theological state. They're theological arguments, more or less. Mm-hmm. So we just so we just really have a problem right now where you actually think that we're not religious enough? I I don't no, I think we're I think we're too religious, but we're in denial about it. Like I think a lot of the Christian fanaticism in this country went it, it it's it's subliminal now and it went it's woke. You think wait how can that be woke if we don't if we don't it's, believe in transgenders? Well, it, it's it's woke in the sense that like, so hyper tolerance is a is a Christian idea. Well, because God Jesus loves everybody, right? So the trans and the and the LBGTQ would that, say that flag, Jesus, being, that the rainbow flag being everywhere. That's a religious statement. Well, you you, you know it's funny. That rainbow and that flag is actually representation of the promise of the flood that God would never flood the earth again. And what's funny is that the LBGTQ appropriated it, basically stole it, and that's not the promise that God made. And it's, but I get where we as Christians, well, Jesus Christ accepts everybody, and it's basically no, he doesn't. I disagree with that. I think. I think this this movement well, he, where you know there's that there's that stupid commercial and I think this is just it's it's blasphemy and it's heresy in the church and this needs to be addressed by religious leaders and going forward. Okay. But I think that he gets us. No he doesn't. That's not that's not Christianity. You have to understand Christ. You have to get him. He does not get you. Christ does not bend a knee. You okay. bend a knee to him. Well okay, that makes sense because you have to humble yourself. This okay. identity fanaticism. It's like, oh, you know, I'm a whatever, and you know, God has God gets me. No, He doesn't get you, man. You that's not that's not faith. That's self worship. Okay, <laughs> you're you're the God at that point. When the deity has to humble himself to you to understand you. Uh, okay. Give me a break. That's that's so well. Okay, you make sense. All right, that okay. So what I was trying to realize. But I should have just slowed down a little bit. Yeah. So what I was really trying to say that technically Jesus loves everybody, but in reality you have to follow him. So you have to give up what well, the Bible really does say well, in order for you to enter the in order for you to enter the gates of heaven, you must follow me right. and leave all your your passions and possessions behind. And right. everything that happens on the earth is none of your business. Doesn't matter because you need to follow me. Because not so much that I'm the righteous one, but because I know what's best for you. Because of faith, right? And faith. only faith. But you is, put your faith in the deity. Yeah. Instead of you thinking that the deity has put faith in you, right? Or, or that you're you, acting in, or you're assuming that God's just going right. to bend. Or you're, you're so the you're, deity's acting through you because you're non-binary. That's that's the that's the that's the that's how they think. Okay. 
So in reality, a lot of the LBGTQ people, and we pick them. I mean, it's not just that that movement is a, or, or is a, is is a part good, of this. It's a good example. It's a good example because, but you see a lot of ethno sectarian like discussions about this stuff. Like they, it's it's a religious fanaticism. It's not like that's where it gets really problematic. Is like we could you could say the same thing about you know black churches. Really, I mean. Yeah, making Jesus beam. Which is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Who Jesus was as a man is meaningless. If you dwell on that, and the the deity has to be, has to look like you, you're not doing religion. Oh, yeah, it's true. You're worshiping yourself. So you're basically saying that, well, a lot of the, yeah, black, black churches say that in order for us. And a lot of them, they've incorporated all this Gnostic nonsense, and they're. Modern heresies in many ways, not all of them. Some there's some good upstanding Christians. I'm not. But saying, the same. Yeah. But the same thing about even white churches making absolutely Jesus, yeah. Jesus blonde hair, blue eye, which is dumb, man. Right. And there's no way that he probably was a blonde hair, blue man, eye man because. But it's a, it's if he's stupid. In the Middle this, East, is a, this is a ridiculous argument because it really doesn't matter because it doesn't it's matter. about the Holy Spirit, right? But okay, it's about the Scripture and it's about the Spirit. That's all we have. You follow the words, and you believe, and you in, in, through the words you that you you imbibe the Holy Spirit. That's that's it. That's faith. That's faith. Let me play the 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 what's that movie with um, El Pacino and and uh, oh my god, now I can't remember his name. <laughs> you put me on the spot. D- Devil's Advocate. Okay. That's the movie. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. Okay. The Trinity does not actually exist in the Bible or the Old Testament, New Testament, or any of the other spiritual books. So. Oh, it does. I w- well, I do have a Bible, but I would. Read Corinthians, man. Paul talks about the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So you, okay, you're busting me right <laughs> So. If that's so, you it's really, all, I mean, the Acts so of you, Apostles. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, so you really want, so you really think that in some ways our society or our world needs to go back to that spiritual no, I, belief? I, I think it's, it's that's, or I don't say, a, I don't think that people need to do it. I just think it's happening and we're in, oh, this, we're in denial about it. So, I don't. See the thing is, is I'm not sure if we're denying about the West is in a spiritual crisis because it doesn't know who it it doesn't know what it is anymore. Because a lot of people don't get married, a lot of people don't go to church. Right. I don't know that's true anymore, but I know that's true like ten years ago. Doesn't okay. The churches. It's not so much that people have left the churches. The churches have left the people. All right. I think. So what does the church have to do to bring people back? I don't know. I don't know. People will. I mean, people will go. Will find a church. A temple of some sort. They'll build a temple, you know. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the the modern, you know, mainline Protestant, the Roman Catholic Church, all these Western institutions are are corpses, you know. Well, it doesn't help that the Catholic Church likes little boys. Well, you know what? Like, make, well, yeah, true. <laughs> well, that's a true example. You know, but 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 you're more likely to get sexually assaulted in a public school than you are a church. Period. Well. So More think, sexual assaults happen in on public, you schools. know. Yeah, absolutely, they do. But don't you think that? I mean, don't you think that the 
The church should actually, I mean, well, the Catholic no, churches always cover everything up. Yeah, but and it's I mean, always like a whole. There's it's a, its own. Again, I'm not going to defend the Catholic Church. I get, I'm not defending any of these old Christian churches because I think there needs to be a new Christian revival of some sort. I don't know what that looks like, and you know. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing that they could do is that I think they need to. But a lot of these these places are all just rotten to the core. Well, yeah, but I really think that a lot of times. The one thing that pulled me off from going to church is these preachers that think they know that they knew exactly what God was talking about. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter what scripture know, it is. I know, no, no, exactly. And it doesn't matter if the guy is on TV with a bigger house or the guy who lives right. down the street who who has no, his own church. There's a lot of hypocrisy. I think the best way for anybody that is a preacher or a priest or anything, the best answer that you can tell people, like I don't know what God act- actually wants from you Mm -hmm. but i understand what god wants from all of us right but for me to tell you that you are living not in the life of what you are living well it's contradicting this is going to come at you in it's either it's going to come at you from a church or it's going to come at you from our secular society they're going to tell you how to think and what to do they have the same fanaticism and starry-eyed belief in what they're proselytizing as a church just yeah, know that, like, I mean, well, the I'm, church doesn't really say much anymore. They don't because they they, they don't have the pulpit. The well, pulpit they, is taken over by these uh, fanatics, these communist fanatics. Call them what they are. I mean, that's it's just modern communism. Call it for what it is. I mean, communism is basically one person telling everyone else what to think. It's basically it's so it's as a group of people telling everyone it's else. social leveling, and it's control, mm. and they resent the private sphere. Because they're afraid of, of afraid of what's out. They're they, they they're afraid of losing control. Well, I feel like a lot of these people who are like even the Black Lives Matter or whatever group that we we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think like they, they hate that privatization because they have to think about what they're actually doing is not good or or they do. Bad. I mean, yeah, they don't want to be alone in their own and by, space. And by making other people feel guilty, they can justify their own. Uh, that and they can just get more, they can carve out more. They get more spoils. Yeah, like, like back then the church could tell you, "Oh, you're wrong and you're going to hell," and then everyone's just like, "Oh, I guess the God doesn't love me no but more." But there was social but consensus in that. There's no social consensus in this woke sh- nonsense that we ha- we live under. This woke tyranny, call it for what it is. Well, I think it's violent ending. It is. I think it is because it's so it's, self-contradictory. Well, it's violent ending, and I think you're going to have to thank somebody that you probably would never have to thank before. It's Kid Rock. <laughs> like Kid Rock. No, I'm t- I'm serious. <laughs> so with that Bud Light thing and that yeah. that trans person that in the Bud Mulvaney, Light did, yeah. did that all that commercial stuff. Yeah. And then I nowhere Kid Rock has Bud Light everywhere around his property <laughs> and he gets it all together and blows it up. And then he he and Trump go talk to the CEO of Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. And Kid Rock and him become really good friends. And now Kid Rock is drinking Bud Light again. And this, well, that's a but, small example. But I mean, but what, yeah, but the thing about this. But you can't. OK, if you're in a corporation, let's say you're just a, a, a middle manager in a corporation. You have to tell the line. You, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, you well, have to total. I mean, you can well, you cannot this. say anything. Well, think about this. 
that's the, off color the or offensive. Re- and if people find out about it, they're going to come after you. Well, yeah. But the reason why they, I think the real reason why they went and asked Malavi or whatever, Mulvaney, Mulvaney yeah. Yeah. to do that is because everyone was drinking those f- 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 fruity drinks. Well, they just want to be, no, they, no, it, but the thing about this, all these kids who go to the bars who are 20 years old, and there's a lot of them besides the guys that, and girls that go to founders or Grand Rapids right. Brewing. No, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. But besides those people, there's still those people that still go to those bars that still get those uh, those uh, those drinks, like those claws or whatever that's called. White claws. White claws. Yeah. And you know what? And Bud Light and Hannah Heinz and Bush were losing to all the craft brewings, and now they have to deal with the claws, white claws, and now there's they don't compete. Th- their money was going down. And so the best thing they say, well, we might as well see if, if we can get a, a person who is a trans person to s- sell our beer to other trans people. And what it really did, what it really happened was that you pissed off a bunch of good old American boys and girls and say, I've been drinking Bud Light since the day I was born and you're trying to sell me trans. And that's the thing they thought in some ways I thought, I think that they thought that they were trying to make Maybe good Maybe American some, boys and girls drink Bud Light. I think they wanted to. They they don't. They there's a movement to torch the anybody that's popular culture. The the, the established the, what's deemed the established culture of America. So if you look at what's going on with football, you look at what's going on with like Bud Light. That's a good example. You look Taylor at what's Swift. going. Yeah, t- uh, Taylor Swift. Throw a Taylor Swift down on her throat. Right. There's a, there's, a, there's a movement to infiltrate these institutions that traditional, so-called, whatever that means now. Don't mean, like, I don't think it means that much anymore. I don't know if anybody that, you know, is like, oh, I'm a beer drinking, football watching, you know, people don't. People don't think like that. Right? No. But I think there's a lot of dumb people that but actually it, talk well, that commercial. Yeah, but I think they, they, the, this group, you know, like I said, the Hive, it wants to, to, to torch this culture because it's a threat to them. Torture what culture? This this so-called traditional American culture. They want to turn like I mean you're gonna we, have that you're gonna have the rainbow flag in the NFL. They don't have they don't they have two national anthems in a, a, a sports game. That's stupid. It's insane. That's they the fact okay that's one thing I totally disagree with that is the fact that they had a black national anthem it's during the Super Bowl. We don't have two. We're never going to have no, two. No, we can't. They can't even film the national anthem on a football game. They don't film it anymore. They don't. They don't show it on television anymore. I think they do because I watch football. Yeah, maybe in college they don't do it on in the NFL. Oh, they don't. No, no. But that's. But it's so weird. Why are they against? Why are they? Why do they? Why is our society so against this traditional that's, male that's female? So, that's that's a huge riddle. Ninety five percent of us are just normal. Normal heterosexuals, <laughs> right, and we can tolerate the five percent who are, are fine, yeah, the, who are LGBTQ yeah, and who are different, who are two percent who've been sexually abused, and now right. they're just kind of fruity. Right, we're okay with that. Yeah, we're all right. But to try and make the whole world into like, you need to be this thing. Yeah, well, you know. When you have when you have like mandated drag queen story hours for children, your that's, society's that's stupid, it's insane. Even the Romans didn't care for that and they would have just shut that down it's it's i nobody it's a it's it there's a and people wonder why like okay 
military recruitment is going down. Well, I'll tell you what. Who wants to fight for this nonsense? Mm-mm. I don't. No. Who's going to fight for a, yeah, who's going to go into a National Guard and try to take down? And what national anthem am I going to be saluting? What flag do I salute? You know, I have to go through all this mandated diversity, equity, inclusion training, and nobody want, nobody likes that stuff. No. No, it's 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 a it's a weird place to be. It is. But I feel like we're going back to I, I can feel the wave turning. It is. It's I, I mean it's because you can't a functional society doesn't behave this way. No. And it, it, yeah, the, it, it's going to reset itself, but I mean at what point Par- what price? Right. I mean, do we I mean, is it going to be is it going to stop an end of the Ukraine Israel war, the Russian Ukraine or the Israel Hamas war, is it going to end for the fact that we're just going like? I think the country's just going to break apart. I think you're going to have portions of the country are going to break apart, and they're going to be independent countries. We're gonna ha- we're gonna be like Europe. We're just going to have multi states. You know, I I would I would agree with that, but there's something about. It's sad. It's but there's something about the way that we reset. There is it, the United States can we can but, we, we okay. I'll tell you. Obviously, there's three things have gotten so bad. No, there's at least two examples. Man, the like, one is the Civil War, right? Which and, nobody. I don't want a Civil War. Nobody. And the other one is the the, the 1960s uh, movement of the uh, African Americans going to school in a white school. I think those are two reasons why if it would have happened, it would have happened right then. Maybe. Because the southern states were still strong enough even during that period of saying, you know what, F this, I'm not going to integrate with a bunch of black people. Well, what happened was was you had had basically ethnic cleansing in cities when when you had... um, Oh, yeah, Dr. King passing away, dying. Assassination. No, well, no, it's it was the opposite. You had traditional white neighborhoods and cities became black. Oh, yeah, because they were. Forced they all left. To, yeah, they left the cities and went to the suburbs. Yeah, they're not going to live together. We're not going to live together. That's no. the that's multi-ethnic societies don't work. I hate to be that way. Well, it it doesn't work if you're in old Europe. When I mean old Europe, I mean like Rome and all that. But. No, not, no, I'm not even going to compare with Rome because Rome is well, You're a little, yeah. Rome was ethnic. Yeah, it was. Well, Rome was ethnic. But I think with America, it's totally different with Europe. We've integrated with each other and we're, all, and we're all almost okay but, with it. No, think about this. We still have, we still. You can still walk down the street and be relatively safe. Yeah. Now. Uh, yeah. I mean, but to be honest with you, I think we're light years ahead of. Europe and that integration thing, if, if it if it if it it's because if it really didn't want if it really wasn't going to work, we would have this country would have been departed already. It's already happened. I mean, it, it takes a while for rot to set in, but it's set in, man. It's been we've been rotten for fifty years, but it's only fifty years. I, I mean, I just think that we're it, it, unfortunately, I don't think that we're in that. Dire straight. I, I I think there's just a lot. I don't more. say dire straight because yeah, you're right. I mean, I just think that we're not to that point. We're not at each other's throats, but it's well, but okay. We but, haven't but shot it, the a bullet yet against the, the relations. Government. The relations between 
the ethnic groups in this country are bad. You thought, like, you really think so? Yes. Because Deborn, Michigan, they got a bunch of Muslims living right next door to a bunch of uh, black folks and white folks from downtown Detroit. They're a minority population, Muslims in the United States. I mean, they're they're not radicalized yet, but once they get more more people, absolutely, they'll. I mean, I could see neighborhoods in Detroit being under Sharia law. It's I mean, kind of already kind of is, you know, like. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just I think that's why people like United States. It's that they're not so... From a commercial standpoint, yes, but from a cultural standpoint, no. Well, I don't know, because I tell you this. A lot of people come over here, and regardless of the the healthcare system... People come over here to make money. Yeah, but... America's an economy, it's not a country. Okay, but I really think that people really like their sense of like they don't have to be super christian super muslim super jewish right no no, no. I mean, and that's yeah. and that's what's actually to me that's what's actually protecting that ideology because even muslims here i think they would turn on somebody that would come over here and say, go straight arrow so. shit no i don't think so you don't they, think so they will they defend their own that's well, that's the difference between you know Europeans and non-Europeans is Europeans have a sense of equity. Non-Europeans don't. They all it is is you know it's it's me versus them. You look at like majority black jurors like they'll vote to vote not guilty. You know because because, because the race of the yeah defendant yeah. But it, European juries are not that way. The white jurors will convict. You know, they don't have that sense of like ethnic homogeneity. Well, I, well, a lot of that has to do with the whole slavery thing that they still dwell on it, right? There's still slavery in the world. Well, yeah, but in today, like sex trafficking and all that is still slavery, more, human trafficking. More white Europeans were sent from Africa into Central Asia than blacks were from Africa to the United States. Slavery was more of a problem for white people than it was for blacks. And blacks were slaves before Europeans showed up. So well, yeah. how somehow the Europeans are uniquely responsible for the plight of Africa is ridiculous. All the infrastructure in Africa was built by Europeans. Oh, All right. of it. Really? Yes. And how do I, no one knows about this? Because they know about it. It's just that they, they, they just are, they've been radicalized since the 60s about being anti-european and anti-white and sad so it's just hatred again that's where like europeans have to be careful is these people just simply hate you they hate you deep down all this anti-white stuff is all just hatred pure hatred you gotta wake up to that pure hatred you really think so it's so the European countries are in a heap of, a lot of trouble. Yes. And they have no way of getting out of it because... Unless, no. unless somehow they unite and they, there's, so, uh, you know, like... I'm a, telling you... I, I, know, I, I don't I, think they will. I'm telling you... They could. I, I'm telling you when we were at the Lantern mm. that it'll take a small countries like Iceland and Denmark and... Yeah, you're right. It will. And That's, Ireland. Yep. And they'll do something there... The uh, I would call the the Muslim or brown people. I wouldn't say Muslim. You don't have to be Muslim to be bad, but right. But 
it'll take something like that, and because they're so small, they have to defend themselves. Where if it's like France and Spain, they will like comply to whatever the law says because they think they're. National well, their own government, governments, their are, national government, their governments are pro-migrant, and their governments are going to back the migrants. Yeah, but I think Iceland, Denmark, and Finland, and all the, and all those countries, Sweden, Switzerland. Ugh. I don't if know they, if you put them, in, if you corner them long enough, something will happen. Something will happen, and that will start the whole shebang. And um, you know what? America and Russia will lay low but if if switzerland and and all those countries says enough in nato yeah then russia will join that and then they'll come yep. from yep that end so switzerland northern denmark that's and the that. worst case scenario for the united states but that means we're we're off that european peninsula yeah but <laughs> yeah but that would be that would be horrible well, in some ways, but united Europe, it's inevitable. I agree, it's inevitable strategically. Kissinger saw this. Like it's it's inevitable that Europe and Russia are going to unite because all the all the immigration. Napoleon tried it, and there's a, there's a tendency between in in sort of extreme Western European politics like Napoleon or Hitler. They saw that. They saw that connection. That's the that's how Europe gets frees itself, you know, from the United States. Asia is uniting Russia and the European Peninsula because they have well they had in common Napoleon being a complete moron and well Napoleon and, was a genius he's like well, well he was he, he wanted to conquer the whole European you have a choice continent you <laughs> have a choice no more people declared war on Napoleon than Napoleon declared war on them like he he fought to def- defend his country and he lost and yeah that's how it goes but the European countries saw that well there's there's a tendency in europe european politics whether it's this is like a subliminal thing almost it's in their collective unconscious because they have to in order for them to survive they have to rely on each other right and because we can talk about so 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 think about it so the same thing about this immigration if that this of all these immigrants start abusing their white people physically and sexually it's already happening and it's already happening. Yeah. And when they get to that boiling point, I think that could be. What's the boiling point? That's the scary part. It'd be, it'd be something that it'd be something like, like I said before, it'd be a smaller country. And I don't want to dwell on this, this because this is. But at the same time, it's like look at what happened to that girl in Georgia, where she was murdered by a a, a migrant. And like, okay, that's horrible. That girl was horrifically murdered. Yeah, she's a jogger, nursing student, in Georgia. Yeah, like. That guy shouldn't have been here. Like, oh, yeah. Is that not a boiling point? Like, what is it going to take for people to stand up and say, this is too much? In the state of Georgia? In Georgia. Not the country, Georgia. No, in the state of Georgia. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to flip back to the United States. Okay. But yeah. Okay, because. Not, not the country, Georgia. No. No. I mean, no. Russia, the, 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 the old Soviet republics in Russia, like, don't have a mass migration problem. No. They have migration, but they don't, they've got their borders under control. Well, because they have closed economics sometimes too. That and you know, it's hard to get there from Africa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's, too long to yeah, travel. Exactly. exactly, it's pretty easy to take a boat, you know, from Libya to uh, Italy or France. You know, yeah, not that of hard. Course. But, but 
But I still, yeah, I just, you know, I mean, we'll talk about it again on another podcast. Yeah. But we've gone an over just over an hour. Okay. So that way that, you know, we were getting to the point where we were just lingering. Yeah. I think uh, we, I think we, this is a good discussion. I think we kind of went. No, it was good. This is where I wasn't expecting to go. <laughs> no, I wasn't yeah. expecting to go either, but yeah. this is kind of good. And I don't know what people are going thinking of this. I don't, I hope that they don't start to get their guns out like, no, these two yahoos know what they're talking about. We're going to clean the right. world. No, 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 no. It's not what we're talking. I about. don't want. I, look, I don't want to be responsible right. for Iceland and Denmark no. and Finland and Switzerland to be right. no, no, like, like we're, we're talking like hypotheticals and like, you know, like contingencies about you know. It, I just really. Think I'm not saying either. Neither, neither mm. one of us wants to see a huge conflagration. No, I think I think two things. There are peaceful solutions to these problems. There's really, there's really not, because in order for make a peaceful solution, you would have to put the Muslim countries or responsible just, for their own inc- or economy. Walled off neighborhoods. I mean, you can go Northern Ireland, and you can have neighborhoods that just are walled off from each other. And that sounds like uh, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah, sounds but like. like but that almost sounds like the whole uh, uh, communist Russia. You closed the wall. No, I mean, they had to do this because you had Irish and Protestant gangs killing each other. Oh, is that why they did yeah. that? Yes. And they, you had the British, the, the, the British government troops at checkpoints for these neighborhoods. And you had, like, no-go zones and stuff like that. Like, that's basically what Gaza is, you know? <laughs> like, it's the same... You could fix this, but, but I mean, it's you gotta like. I tell you what. Next time we have the episode, we'll talk about how to fix the immigration of. Yeah, we, of, we yeah we should of, figure out a way, to, a peaceful of, way to fix it of European uh, invasion of Muslim countries. But I really do think that overall. It's it's the reverse. It's Muslims invading European countries. Yeah. So, but overall, I do really think that the Muslim countries will have to have or need some support of their economic. Yeah, they. Wealth. they yeah, yeah. You, and I mean, that's, that's what the, I think it's really happening. But that's who's that? Who's that? Who's responsible for that? Like Saudi not, Arabia has a whole lot of money, man. Like they could they could feed their people if they wanted to. They but, don't. But they you, they ship their poverty to other countries. But you know what? I, I, and I know that I just found out Arabians don't concern themselves any part of the Muslim community. <laughs> they don't. I know. They don't. And that's why they don't. Yeah. That's why they just kind of throw everyone out of the side. I know they don't. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. It's, yeah, it's, they're wild. <laughs> well, I just think that in order to fix the problem, you have no, to fix. You, you do. You, need, you have to fix those Muslim countries you, to the be entire able to make an economy. The scientific output of, a, a re, of the Middle East is basically equivalent of a, a middle-sized Italian university. Like that's a huge. That's a there's a huge brain problem there. They have no natural resources. Exactly. They, it's endemic poverty. Basically, you're. Con, I mean, it's they're going to go back, revert back to Bedouins. Yeah, they're going to go back to the religious state of mind, which they already have. Yeah, which is crazy. And and, and you know what? And this might be the reason why they maybe that they're already trying to fix the Muslims problems by creating sports like live golf mm. they have live golf league run by saudi arabians mm. 
who is promoted by a white guy from Australia, who's Greg Norman, who's a mm. golfer from the 90s. Mm-hmm. I know Greg he's Norman. the white yeah. face of golf in that era, and now he's the white face of golf in today's era. And now th- that's why you have 80% of our good golfers in the United States playing for, f- no, for Saturday, Live. Yeah. And they don't play for the, P- for the PGA Tour. So maybe that's their way of trying to fix their thing. Yeah, no, well, I agree. We'll talk about we'll it. talk about it again. Yeah. We'll talk about the solution of how to <laughs> make Europe great again. Yeah. We'll do it that way, this way. Okay, okay, yes. okay. I'm Trump, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. My name is Joe Biden. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Right. Why am I? What's in, happening? Why am I in crazy, <laughs> crazy Dre's apartment? <laughs> I want to go home. You got, all oh, that little girl's got nice hair. <laughs> No, no, Joe Biden. Does stop smelling children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't stop doing that. All right. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all. Uh, this will air Sunday morning for chat. I'm not going to promise you guys every Sunday because I'm going to have to work on, on Sundays again sooner or later. But I want to thank my political guy, Gary. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. And this was a lot more productive and fun than i thought it would be yeah no it was it i this was like i've never done this before and i i think we we kind of talked about like how we were going to run it and it went in a totally different direction but it was good and i like it was a good discussion it was fun because we we're like the only people in america that want to talk politics and we don't know a lot about What's inside the politicians? Right. Uh, we're, we're not lobbying for nobody. No. We're, we're not Republicans, Democrats. No. We don't have any connection. He's skinning the game. We're just yeah, two guys talking. Yeah, and we're not at the bar. Yeah. Usually at the bar we <laughs> talk about yeah, this. Exactly. So maybe next time we should bring the bar here. Yeah, maybe. No, that would tell That's not a good idea. That'd you be horrible. Yeah, you should not include alcohol in podcasts. We're like, uh, yeah. uh, what are we talking about? Right. I need another beer. <laughs> that would be horrible. That would, okay, we're, we might slow down a little bit. Actually, we could actually ask Grand Rapids Brewing. To host it, us? That'd be wild. They might do it. I don't To bet. have us. No, what we're telling them is, though, can we get in a, in a back part of the of the. Yeah, we might be able to do that. Of, of that, and yeah, they might let us do we that. We would have a couple of beers. Yeah, you think they would? Let's. We'll, <clears throat> we'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do a couple more shows. <clears throat> and then we'll, I'll be. We'll be back. So, but at the same time, but like at the GRBC, probably I don't know. I don't, do they? Do we want to burn that place to the ground? <laughs> it almost went. Almost did. What? I mean, we should. They're actually, nice people. Do we want to expose them to this? <laughs> I tell you what. I think. I think to show Grand Rapids. That that building is not burning down. <laughs> we will do a podcast from the, on roof. the roof. Yeah, like the Beatles. <laughs> Beatles. Wave to wave to people. Kumbaya. Yeah. Kumbaya, my lord. Be like, who are those guys? Right. FBI is yeah, watching. FBI. Yeah, absolutely. They got snipers. Yeah, they do. They got drones flying over. Yeah, snipers looking at us. <laughs> Duck, Gary, Duck, they're shooting paintballs at us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It'll probably be weird. But it'd be weird, but it'd be it'd be an interesting experience. Okay, it's yeah. Every <laughs> time I do a podcast with anybody, it just turns weird. It does. It just it's fine. it's funny because people are like yeah, this guy's nuts, but you make sense. <laughs> so 
thank you for listening. I thank you, Gary, for showing up. Oh, man, appreciate it. Uh, I'm gonna try to do one every Sunday or every Monday. I know I'm gonna be with uh, Parlay Sean uh, coming this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, or maybe even Thursday. Uh, my uh, disabled friend and I, Ron, will have one working on tomorrow. But I don't think I'm gonna air that until Tuesday or Wednesday. But listen to it on Spotify, listen to it on Apple Podcasts, listen to whatever platform you're from. Uh, I'm in kind of the mid spot about Buzzsprout or or Podbean. I may just ditch both of them and just go with uh, Apple and and Spotify. But thank you, everyone. Peace, love, and I'm out of here. <laughs>